This kid drop out reach. Don't tune in right now to West Side Misfits. 3 p.m. 24 7 DJ Loud, let's get it. Get in the mix, I'm in the mix. 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 West Side Misfits, get in the mix. West Side Misfits, get in the mix. Get in the mix, I'm 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 in the mix. West Side Misfits, get in the mix. Side misfits get in the mix. Uh, going live 3 o'clock p.m. You need some service, hit them in a DM. When I'm at the spot, go and get the pot. Cooking work while I listen to me mix a lot. They don't tell lies, they just stay fast. Hurry up, go and Slick 316 be wildin'. Shout out those not a 2000. Get in the mix, I'm in the mix. 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 West side misfits, get in the mix. West side misfits, get in the mix. Get in the mix, I'm 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 in the mix. West side misfits, get in the mix. West side misfits, get in the mix. Feedback crazy. <laughs> Got the mics up too loud. Yep. Hey, welcome to Westside Misfits. This uh, I, I am your man, your DJ Lab. I'm DJ Lab, the man. Internationally known. If you don't know me, it's because you're not international, you're domestic. <laughs> hey, Miss Mixlot ain't here today. She's trying to take a, what they call that? Uh, a mental. A mental day. Yeah. She's taking a mental day. But we do got our other co host K-Lady. K-Lady 17 in the building. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Slick 316. Always Slick 316. Hey, let me tell y'all something about Slick 316. Uh, she the one be waving at y'all on Instagram and stuff. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't be waving back sometimes. But I be telling her, hey, stop waving at these folks. Don't like, stop no. waving. She I like, wave. No, no. I wave at them. Make them feel special. Yeah. So y'all better start back waving at us, man. Slick is Slick is the social media, uh, chief social media office for Misfits Radio, Westside Misfits, uh, and we need uh, any other social media we can give her. Uh, <laughs> but she does all our social media. If you want your video posted on our pages, you have to wave at her because she won't do it if you don't post it on. <laughs> if you don't wave at her. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she's just not a random person, man. She part of this project. She part of this this whole thing. She, she got, is not a ghost. She, she is, is not a, a real ghost. person. She is for real, for real. All right, I just wanted to get that out. It was on my mind. You that, know, sometimes was, you just put things on your head. You gotta say it out. <laughs> that was that was a lab's um, thought process. Yeah, that was a, yeah that was a DJ lab moment. Okay, thought moment. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you feel better now? I feel a little bit better. All right. How you doing today? It's Saturday. Right. I mean Sunday. I was like, it's Sunday, boo. How you doing? How was your weekend? Um, it was normal. Mm. As <laughs> what the hell does what does normal mean? Like, um, I slept in all day yesterday. Okay. Um, I got up. I started cleaning up my bedroom. Uh huh. My bedroom had got out of control a little bit. Who fault was that? Um, I normally would have blamed it on my daughter, mm-hmm, but since so she's she, not here, so she's not here, so I can't blame it on her. Mm, okay. So I guess it's my fault. It, it is your fault. I just want you to acknowledge that it's your fault. That yeah. you can't blame your room being messy on nobody but yourself. Like my room's dirty. 
My room's a mess. I got clothes, it's not, well, shoes everywhere. So, no, that's not my issue. I'm a paper hoarder. Oh. I'm a paper hoarder. Okay. So, my mama has this thing. I When I get my mail, I leave it upstairs. She don't want my mail to stay upstairs because okay. I'm not finna open it because I get the same stuff in email because mm-hmm. it's nothing but bills. Okay. So, I get my bills in email. She wants me to open it because... You know, elderly people like to open their stuff. Oh, wow. And I don't like to open it. Mm-hmm. I just want it to stay upstairs until I'm ready for it. Because when it comes downstairs, then I have to find somewhere to put it. So, then what happens is, I have three dressers mm-hmm. in my room. Mm-hmm. So, it then gets piled up on one of the three dressers. Mm. And then I have to... Just pile it up and pile it up and pile it up. So well, why, yesterday I decided to tear it up. I was gonna say instead of piling it up, just throw it away if you know well, you're not gonna order, open it. That's my issue because I be like I may need it for what I don't know. So oh, that's how that paper Christ. hoarding thing comes into play because I feel like I may need it. And I be like then I threw it away and then I was like damn I threw it away and then I really needed it. So that's how that paper hoarding. That is like the only thing I hoard onto is paper. Like I have ba- I had I had four bath boxes of paper from when I moved last year that I hadn't even touched. That's what I'm saying though. Like if it was an issue after a certain amount of time, the issue would have showed its ugly face. So just throw it away. Like when I open the mailbox. I be like, some people with my name on I'm like, I don't know them. I throw it in the trash right away. I don't save no I don't save no mail. Now, I do have some mail that I save, but I go through it at least every few months and throw it away. Because I, I feel just, like if it's needed, they're going to give it back I to me. I just, them. like, two weeks ago, I finally went through the boxes of mail that I brought from the house last year. How much of it did you keep? None of it. See, that's what I'm saying. I didn't keep none of it. That's, well, that's, I take that back. I kept... I found out, like, I had some, like, important papers uh-huh. in it. So, I kept that. And then I have, like, this big box. It's like a cute little basket that is like a cute little storage basket that I have more papers and shit in. But those are my important papers and pictures that I have. So, what? I just transferred it from that to there. So, I threw away the two boxes. <laughs> and then I still had papers on my dressers. Uh-huh. So I finally went through those, and so I have like pictures or like books and shit on my dresser now that I have to like get off because I have like this little ledge under one of my windows that mm-hmm. I put books and shoes on. So I just gotta transfer the books from there to over there. You know, this is like a stepping stone to real hoarding, right? <laughs> you start saving mail, then next thing you know, you saving. Uh, newspaper clippings. Then next thing you know, do they you're saving... even still have newspapers? Yeah, they still sell newspapers. Oh. Then, then you saving milk carton boxes, <laughs> and then before you know it, you're a full fledged hoarder. So I'm trying not to be that. You gotta throw stuff away, man. Throwing stuff away is good. Like underwear. So I throw underwear away all the time. I do that. Like everything else, I don't have a problem with clothes, shoes. Everything else is the paper for me. It's the paper. And then the funny thing is, I get on my mama about keeping stuff because she keeps everything else. Mm-hmm. But it's the paper for me. Yeah, man. You got to get rid of it. So, I always say, they gonna, if they send it once, they'll send it again. 
So that's what I had. I had like duplicates of shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even need this shit. So I just, right. threw, it, I just threw it away. Okay, so so your weekend was filled with no, not my, so that was the beginning part. Uh-huh. So then I got up and then I had this urge to go shopping Friday night. Mm. That's uh, the video you made going to the road on the road. No, that was another night. And I was like, "What the hell are you going?" I would just be riding at night. And, but you got to be up at work at four o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. But you know, I live on a long ass dark road, right? No, I don't know where you live. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. No, sorry, I don't know that. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so you live on a dark road. I do. And you just drive up and down the dark road. No, I was driving home. Oh, okay. So I was actually driving home. Oh, okay. And um, so with that, um, I was Friday night. I decided to. I had this wire hair in my ass to go shopping and buy a whole bunch of shit that I didn't damn need. So some of the shit I kept, mm-hmm. I get like this sometimes. I just go buy shit. And so I just went and bought a whole bunch of shit. And then I ended up in Bath and Body Works. Let me tell you, I have not been in Bath and Body Works since 20, 2016 or 2015. Mm-hmm. And it's like 2023. But they have some good smells in there. And they got men stuff now. They do. They do. They I used do. to go to Bath and Body Works all the time. You know, I used to like buy a little stuff for my women's. You know, little, little, hey, how you doing gifts for my women's. So, Not they no had some, though. but, so I had bought, they had like, buy three, get three free. They always had that. Well, look, then I just say I ain't been in oh, there okay, since okay, 2016, okay. So 2015. Many, so, what you buy, like 21, 21 of them? Fuck no. So, I bought some stuff, and I bought me some, and then I bought my daughter some. Uh-huh. And then I bought what some waffle. Mama? What about mama? You ain't about mama nothing? No. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Like, your mama lived there too. Hmm. And y'all don't speak in tight. Like, y'all good, y'all tight. Y'all yeah. seem pretty, pretty tight when we was all on the cruise. Yeah. So why you ain't about your mama nothing? Because she only wears vanilla. But, okay. They got vanilla stuff. I know because I've been to Vast and Bite Works before. Okay. I'll go back and get her some. Jesus. I can be different. If she wasn't, on, y'all weren't on speaking term or whatever, whatever, that's different. But y'all seem to be pretty tight. And you go by your daughter's side. My mama don't go nowhere. It don't matter. It don't matter. I, I will put on My mama not and like take that. a shower and put on clothes to come right down here in this basement My mama not like that. I'm just saying, you know. My mama not like that. Well, let me ask you a question. I'll go back and buy okay. her a candle. Buy her something and see if she like that. I'll go buy her a candle. Okay. They had the candles on so, there. It's the thought that counts. I'll go buy her a candle. Dang. You treat mama bad, man. I don't. You treat mama bad. I don't. Okay. Anyway. So, and then I, yesterday, so I end up taking all the shit back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it took me like an hour to take all this Jesus shit Jesus Christ. Why so, you take it back? What, what, okay. What made you buy it? Let's just start there. What made you buy it? What made you say I need this stuff. Because it had to be a need like me. It's not a need. I, I mean, I'll be sitting up here working. I don't. And then I'll be like, oh, I want to know how much them colored RC cables cost. Because I want all my, on my mixer, I want my cords to be color coded. I don't. And I'll start looking at color coded cords. Mm-mm. And then I have to top myself down from the ledge and be like, you don't need no damn color coded cord. But you get what I'm saying? Mm-mm. 
and that's not really a need, but that's just that's an example of I how have, I'll do shit. Like I so I know I typically buy shit online. Exactly. I, but it was easier. I was like, but it's it's too much shit. It's talk. It's too hard for me to send the shit back. Online. Online. So okay. I'm like, let me just go to the store. I have this thing where I just I'm a compulsive buyer. Compulsive. Oh, impulsive. Impulsive. Yeah, I'm somebody. Well, well okay. Well, <laughs> this is DJ Labs <laughs> Therapy Hour, where I get to the root of the problem. What made you feel the impulse to buy it? I just do shit like this. Okay, so there's nothing you saw like you don't be on like me. I have to be like if I'm watching a video on YouTube of some DJs DJing, I see something he may have, and I'd be like, "Oh, I like that." Then I go shopping for it. I may not buy it, but I go looking for it. And then I have to talk myself. See, I have to, it takes me an hour to talk myself from buying it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-mm. So do you, what makes you, the, like, it's got to be something that sparks your interest into that item. Well, the reason why I went into Bath and Body Works is because I wanted some shimmer. Okay. I wanted the shimmer. Okay. The glitter shit. I wanted some the, Oh, the strip as well. Yeah, I wanted some of that. The strip, the strip is, what you going to do with that? I was going to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Your boyfriend gonna be glitted up. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on. Um, that was the reason why I did that. Okay, and then um, and then it just led to because you know in Hiram all the stores are right there. Okay, yes. So I just walked from that store to that store to that store to that oh, store okay. to that store to that store, and before you knew it, I had you had a bunch of shit you didn't need. <laughs> That's the way it happens. And when I was buying the shit. I was like, I know I don't need this shit. Oh. That's even worse because usually when you buy it, you say to yourself, yeah, I'm going to use all this shit. Mm-mm. So I think I, out of all the shit that I bought, I think I only kept like three items outside of the Bath and Body Works stuff. And that was Saturday. Friday. Friday. Yeah, so we I ain't took, got to Saturday yet. So Saturday, I took all the stuff back. Okay. Then after I took all the stuff back, I went and saw Baby. I braid her hair up because mm-hmm. you know she has this thing she can't. We so you can't. drove all the way to Savannah? No, she's not in Savannah. Where's she at? That's um, that's Ree. Where's she at? She at Kennesaw. Okay. Oh yeah, you drove all the way to Kennesaw. Yeah, and then um, my niece, um, one of my niece's birthdays was yesterday. Okay. So um, me and baby picked her up, and then we went to K Pot, um, and Tucker, and mm. ate dinner at the K Pot. Have you ever had a K-pot? What is it? Korean barbecue. Hell no. Well, you know, I can't wait till they open what they the... What they do, put it on the grill? You put it on the grill? You put it on the grill. Oh, yeah, I've been to some, but I ain't been to that. Okay. So, I've been to one you know, out. they opening one in Hiram. I mean, it's not something that I'm sitting back going, oh, my God, I can't wait till they open another Korean barbecue place over here in Hiram. I can't. That's not something I'm sitting back going, oh, my God, I can't wait till the Korean barbecue place. Oh, I went I... once, and I was good with that. I love it. I just hate that you come out smelling smoky. Yeah, I get it, but it's it's just not someplace I'm waiting for it to be. I'm waiting to be open. Mm. Okay, so then I went to <laughs> I went to the Korean. We went there okay. and we ate and celebrated her birthday. Mm-hmm. Then I took baby back to school, mm-hmm. and then I went out. Mm-hmm. And okay. then that was Saturday. Then today I went bike riding like I normally do on the weekends. Uh-huh. Had my Manny Petty. Mm-hmm. And then I'm here. Okay. All right. That was a good little weekend. <laughs> it was, it was
How was yours? When I do Friday, I work Friday. Oh, I work Friday too. Uh, Saturday, I did nothing. Oh, I went to the store, you know, get something to eat. And Sunday, I've been doing this. I mean, my weekend, I try to that make sure. That was your normal weekend. Yeah, I try to make sure my weekends are limited because I really don't have a one day free. Which is Saturday. Which typically. is Saturday. And I try to make sure that I get some sleep because I be tired, you know, lately. Since I crossed, uh, crossed over the 50 year old threshold, I be sleepy. I be needing a nap all the time. I get off work. If I don't have a show, I go upstairs, go sleep for about two hours. I'm good the rest of the You know, day. you do better if you take a 30 minute nap versus a two hour nap. No. Nah, my body say 30 minutes. My body say two hours. Mm. I've tried 30 minutes. I mean, I, let's do it this way. It takes me 20 minutes to get to sleep. Oh, okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, Mm-mm. like sometimes, like if I'm watching TV, I'll fall asleep real quick. Like, I can fall asleep real quick while watching TV, but I need noise. I need oh. the rain playing. What? I need the rain playing, but I don't like the TV playing. You get what I'm saying? Like, somebody talking distracts me. Like, I'll wake up. Like, if I hear somebody talking, the TV playing in the background while I'm asleep, I'll wake up. Mm-mm. I can go, go sleep in two minutes. I believe you. I believe you. So, what's going on? My weekend ain't been all that exciting. I ain't did oh, nothing. I'm sorry. I ain't fucked no bunch of hoes and nothing like that. But I know somebody who probably is, but we ain't going to talk about him. <laughs> I ain't fucked no bunch of hoes either. <laughs> <laughs> So what's going on this week? What you got going on? Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is let's talk about the mother in Arkansas. Uh-huh. Who you know about the story? Nope. Fill me in, fill right. in the blanks. So there was a mother in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, her so let's let's give some backstory on this. She had got into it with another lady that this incident started on Facebook. Okay. Allegedly. Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, allegedly, an incident started on Facebook. They mm-hmm. got into an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they got into it, like, phys- um, in person uh-huh. after the incident started on Facebook or not. Those details are kind of sketchy. Okay. She takes her daughter the next day, two of her daughters, 20 and 21 or 20 and 22, mm-hmm. to a beauty supply store where this lady worked. Okay. Takes her daughters into the store to jump this lady. They beat the lady up. And this is this is no longer alleged. This was actually on the news okay. in Arkansas. Okay. Beat the lady up. The lady then grabs her gun from somewhere uh-huh. in the store. And shoots one of them in the head, the daughter. Mm-hmm. And shoots another one somewhere else. And the mother is inside the store as well. Okay. Both of the daughter dies. Oh, wow. The mother walks out the store, uh-huh. leaves her daughters. Don't try to save her daughter. Don't. Nothing. Don't nothing. call 911. Don't, nothing. Nothing. Gets in the car and drives the fuck away. Wow. Wow. And all of this is over a nigga. Oh, my God. What nigga? He must got some. A nigga. He must got some. 
Lord have mercy. <laughs> so they didn't charge the lady in Arkansas. But even the one though who did the shooting. The one that did the shooting. They, even though they were they she shot him in the back. Uh-huh. Because in Arkansas it was um stand your ground. Uh-huh. Because they came in there messing f- with her. her. Okay. So in Arkansas, even if you're retreating and you shoot them in the back, it's still justifiable. Okay. In Arkansas. Okay. So she did not get charged. So the lady who has did the shooting has not left in fear of her life. Right. Because she now thinks because they didn't do anything to the mother either, that the mother is now going to retaliate and come after her because uh-huh. she now killed both of her daughters. Right. So but they, they don't know where the mother is either. They didn't charge the mother with nothing. They didn't, they didn't charge. catch her yet. They don't know where she is. Okay. They don't mean they're not going to charge her. Though. Right. Because they may charge her once they catch her. Right. They may charge her once they catch her, but mm-hmm. they don't know where the mother is. And the lady has now left also. So, mm. this is a lot of shit. And women will, yes, Sleep. women do in a lot of stupid shit for men. Men so, do stupid shit for women too, so don't. This vice versa, but for you to take your daughters right. to beat up a grown ass lady. Something that, they, something that they probably didn't even know what was going on. Right. They had no bit. This is where things I always say, kids no matter the age, should not be involved in grown folks' shit. In business, right. Like, I have conversations with my kids about what I'm doing, but uh-huh. not, like, to the extent of that. Right. Like, they know who I'm talking to. I may get them some tidbits of the background of them a little bit. Right. But you're not finna go and fight a battle for me. Right. You, you I mean, to be honest with you, a parent to ask a child to do that is not good. That's not good. Right. That's not good for a parent to ask a child to go fight their battles for them. Why would you do that? That's not only putting their lives in jeopardy, but that's putting their freedom at jeopardy. What if they would have beat that lady up and she died? So both of them, they asked with them. So either way it goes, they would have lost their life. Right. So they would have lost their life in prison. Mm-hmm. Or they, but they did, They she lost both of them. At the same time. At the same time. And she didn't even try to save them, which is even worse. Like, what kind of mother are this, you? The kind of mother that would bring your daughters to a fight, to fight for you. That's the kind of mother she was. Her bringing them to the fight shows what kind of mother she was to me. Period. And so, it's like mothers, I don't know. I just feel like parents, let's not take it, let's take it off of mothers. Let's take it off of gender. A parent choosing another individual mm-hmm. over their kids is an issue for me. Right. Whether you're a father or a mother, mm-hmm. for you to choose another individual over your kids is a serious issue for me. Mm-hmm. And that will cause a lot of trauma later on. For those kids. Right. And they may not even realize what type of trauma they're carrying mm-hmm. be- until they go to a therapist and unlock that shit because they don't even know they're, they're harboring it. Like, they'll know 
my mama didn't my mama was with this man but my mama didn't have me or my mama was doing this with this man or my daddy was with this woman but he took care of her kids but didn't take care of me right it's like you see this all the time yeah. and then you ca- cause these people men or women to either have these jaded ideas of i don't want relationships and then you got these people with these fucked up ass relationships now mm-hmm. and like they say hurt people hurt people and then you don't know why you can't hold a relationship or you so toxic in a relationship and you think everybody mistreating you but reality is you that's fucked up mm. Because of some bullshit that happened to you when you was a kid that you don't even realize that you still harboring. Hmm. I don't know. I went through a lot of stuff as a child with my mom and her boyfriends and all that. I don't know if I I, I, it, I know it, it affected you. I know it you affected me because you didn't see your wife fucking around on you. Right. Right. See that? Yeah. I probably closed my eyes to it. Yeah. It probably was there, but yeah. I had to open my eyes to see it. Um, and because, sometimes you tell yourself you don't want to see it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, when I was married, it was all about my wife and children. So, And you know why? Because of that shit that you've seen with your mama. Right. I, and, and I give you that. And especially with me not knowing my father, I wanted to make sure that my kids knew who I was. was. Um, knew where they came from and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. But at the same time, I don't think it. I don't think it affected me in a negative way. It didn't affect you in a negative way, but it affected your relationship. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes right. it's some people affect negatively, but at the end of the day, it affects your relationship because it's shit that you can see, it's shit that you can fix, right? And you don't because it's some shit that happened to you. Mm. When you was a kid, that you was like, I don't want to do this because of this, or I'm trying to fix this because of this, or I don't even want to fuck with you because of this. Right, right. Okay. So it's always a line that we go through. That we cross. That we cross because of, like, I know based on my marriage, I took a lot of more shit because of my upbringing. Right. And my parents, because I was my mother and father for them, my dad was always gone, gone, gone. Mm -hmm. My mother was at home. Right. So for me, I knew my parents would go and do stuff together, but I knew my parents didn't do stuff together at the same time. So for me, I looked at it as I'm going to be the wife that do everything. Right. Do everything with my husband. Try to. Right. But that was a fucked up ass thing to do too. Right. Because in turn, I didn't want to do that. I wanted my own space. Right. And then when I didn't want to do shit with him no more, he didn't want he didn't want his space. He was like, No. I was like, Yes, I wanna be by myself. No, see you had already trained him. Yes. And see, that was your fault right there. You started out doing that. But I didn't want it. But you didn't want it. See, a lot of times you know, we'll do stuff even though we don't want to do it. Like me, I'll do things. And a lot of times, like lately, I'll do things because I want to do them. You know, if I do want to do it, I'll do it. I've learned, I've learned that it does not make a difference what you do in a relationship. If a person's going to do 
cheat or whatever, fuck you over, they're going to do it regardless. Because I used to do things in relationship to, when I was married, I used to do things in relationship. So I'll be like, you know, I'm going to do this because I don't want her asking nobody. Or I don't want her trying to go to somebody else and doing that. But in all reality, it won't stop them from, from doing, doing it. it. Right. They're going to do it regardless. So, you know, but I, those are things I had to learn. It took me a while to learn that, you know. I got married young, so we grew up together pretty much with our kids and everything. We kind of grew up as a family unit together because I was only 18 when we got married. And she was only 17 when we got married. So those things in itself transpired. And she wasn't the person she was going to be at 17. And I damn sure wasn't the person I was going to be at 18 in college, you know, getting my master's degree. She in college getting her nursing degree. And we got kids, you know. So those things kind of led us separately. And then once we start start on our path for our careers and you know besides life and kids growing up and she can't keep a job and you know, I gotta make sure everything's good for everybody it became apparent that in some aspects that she just didn't she wasn't in the marriage she wasn't you know it was a uh, before we got divorced it was a time when she told me you know, I feel like I missed out on a lot of things being married so young. That's true. That was my first warning sign, but I just blew it off as, well, we could do stuff together. You get what I'm saying? Like, we could do whatever together. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. What, it what is you want to do, what you feel like you missed out on. That's why I said. Well, and I was talking about that this morning um, to my friend. I was I had, was talking to him when I was leaving the, the spot this morning. And I was saying, a part of me thinks the reason why I go out so much now is because I didn't do it when I was younger. Right. Because I was married, I was raising kids, I was working full-time, and I was going to school full-time. And most people can do it, but from the relationship I had, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I, when I say I couldn't, I really couldn't. Right. Um, so the times that I did try to go out, it was always a, a battle. A problem. A problem. Yeah. And so I did miss out on a lot. But she, but my, my ex-wife can't say that she missed out because I wasn't that husband who said, no, you can't go. You, she, and I was the husband said, you can't go. Go out, have a good time because I didn't want her to feel trapped. Like you're saying, you felt yeah. trapped in marriage. I didn't want her to feel, see, my, my whole goal was. But she probably, I don't know your ex-wife, mm-hmm. but some people, like for me, I just wanted to go out and hang with my friends mm-hmm. and just go have a good time. But for some people, they wanted to go out and be a hoe. Right, and that may have been the case with her when my ex-wife, she made, that may have been what she wanted to do, but she didn't frame it as that way. Right. Because uh, she was going out with her friends. She was going out, staying 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, doing whatever she wanted to do in the marriage per se. So when she said that she felt like she missed out on so many things being married, I'm trying to think to myself, like, what things could it have been that she missed out on? Because I was pretty much open you could do whatever you grown you know we grown we you know go out have a good time i'm not the, I'm, i've never been the type to go out to clubs that has never been my thing um so, so like my i would prevent her from doing it my ex he would go out to clubs and so i was like let's go together when i asked to go together he stopped going mm-hmm. <laughs> 
damn it. You should just showed up at the club. What club you going to tonight? Oh, he, stopped, he stopped going. I'm so going that to was five five nine, and that then he be his, over in the corner. That like, was his thing. He just stopped going all together. Right. Um, and I was like, that wasn't what I was saying, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't what I was saying. I was saying let's go together. I was saying let's go together. So his thing was, he he couldn't. So when you all say like me and my friend would be in the same spot together, mm-hmm. that's why I be like I need him to be in his corner and I need to be in my corner mm-hmm. because of what I went through. Because when me and my ex would go out, he couldn't handle us being together and people looking at me he he was very insecure which became a controlling thing for him so that's that's why for me when it's if, not the looking at you that's the problem it's the what you do with the look that's the problem no nah, it wasn't like <laughs> that's the problem so for him it was the the whole yeah. aspect of somebody looking at you and undressing you with their eyes yeah. per se that yeah. he had a problem with. He couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I need you, if we don't go together somewhere, I need you to just stay over in your corner uh-huh. and I stay in my corner. Uh-huh. And it's just for the simple fact of what I went through. Because if you come over and try to take over my space, mm-hmm. for me in my aspect, that's a controlling thing for me. Yeah. I, I like say say, you know, marriage is a whole job, you know. Yeah. People don't realize the aspects of marriage. I was married for twenty five years. I did eighteen five years. And people don't realize how you as a person who's in the marriage one hundred percent, like I was definitely in that marriage one hundred percent. I wanted to make that woman the happiest person alive. But you lose yourself in that. Yep. And you lose your who you are as a person. And I didn't notice that, you know, being married so long and growing up with your wife, your ex-wife, my ex-wife, well, my wife at the time, growing up with her because we were so young, it starts to gravitate towards, I like this because, you know, we like this together. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, you most of like the things that we were liking was because she liked it. Right. You get what I'm saying? And I was trying to make sure that she was good. So I did things. Because she wanted to do them. You get what I'm saying? And and there never was a t- And once I got divorced and sat back, and my kids were grown, and sat back and said to myself, you know, what the fuck do I like? Like, <laughs> what do I like to do? What right. do I want? What do I like to wear? What do I want to... What fills my day up? What makes gives me joy and happiness? I actually had to sit back there and think about it and could not come up with one fucking thing. Damn. I could come up with one fucking thing that I like to do that I would make me happy. We actually did like the same things. That's what gravitated us together. Uh-huh. But the thing was, I did like some of my own shit on my own. And he liked some of his thing on his own. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to give me the space. Hence him having the insecurities. He couldn't just let me have my space. Right. And he was one of them people that just wanted to be up under me. If we weren't at work, he wanted to be up under me all the time. And that was suffocating. Mm -hmm. And, like, for him, he could never understand why that was so suffocating. Mm -hmm. Because that's what he wanted. But I'm like, this is not what I want. I want to be with you, but I don't want to be with you 24-7. Like, nigga, go away. Like... (laughs) 
Well, if you won't be with me, twenty four, who the fuck you try to be with? Right. <laughs> and that's what it, it came down to. And I was like, I don't, I don't understand that. So for me, cause so we did like some of the same interests. Like I like, I do because I grew up with most majority of everybody in my family with guys. Like mm-hmm. my first cousin with guys, my my daddy friends had kids that was boys. My mama friends was boys. So outside of my few little female friends I had, I grew up with guys. Mm-hmm. So when I used to go for the summers, I used to go to my grandmama house. Mm-hmm. Shit, most of everybody down there was boys. Right. So I grew up around cars. I grew up on like four wheelers. I grew up like barbecuing and shit like that. So I grew up climbing trees and right. jumping fences and you know So I, you was a tomboy. I was a tomboy. So I was I'm I'm and to today this is what my issue is in dating mm-hmm. because I'm still am a tomboy. Why would that be a problem in dating? What what let me ask a question, like Dating today seems to be a very difficult proposition. It is. Dating today seems to be a uh, a bunch of people who are confused about what dating is it and is. what dating consists of because, you know, you have a lot of people on Instagram like us. We talk about our marriage and how we were married. You have a lot of people giving out so much. Damn un- advice. Unsolicited advice. advice. And, it, and it muddies the water. And a lot of people don't realize that relationships are not it's not not supposed one, to be comp- complicated right it's not supposed to be complicated but it's not a one size, size fit all. all you have to put in bits and pieces and i'm speaking from being married 25 years and learning my lesson from that we learning my lesson from being married and learning that certain things if you don't want to do certain things in a relationship just don't fucking do them like if you I'm don't want to lose yourself in a relationship don't fucking lose yourself because it will happen so from for me, I'm gonna say people don't know how to communicate. Um, people don't want to communicate. Right. Um, Either they're scared to communicate. How about how about don't know how? But sometimes people like I'm give you your example of him being controlling. You may want to say, look, I want to do this, but because of the fact that you had to fight and gnaw and chaw and chew up and argue with this motherfucker every time you tried to make a move, you decided not to. You get what I'm saying? Uh-oh. And I and I'm guilty of that too because. Yeah. I love DJing. I love buying DJ gear and doing shit that I could do uh, as for myself. But because she made such a big issue out of it, I'd stop doing it. You get what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to say, like, now, but then, yes. I, but I would argue. Like, I would argue every day. So, I would argue. I'm not a good, I'm not a good argue person. Oh. I don't want that yeah. argument stress in my life because I just don't oh. feel like that that's, a, that's somebody to come home to. I was arguing. I would argue. I believe that you argue. <laughs> I was arguing from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. Okay. Because I'm like, no, this is not what was happening until the till one day it was like a light bulb went the fuck off. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm tired of this shit. Right. I was like, I don't want to do this no more. Right. Like this is not what marriage is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I was literally sitting on the edge of my bed one day and I was like. I am not supposed to be arguing a motherfucker every day. All, and that's true. All fucking day long. That's true. I was like, this shit is draining as hell. Man, and, that, yeah, that's true. That that whole marriage thing is not supposed to be encompassed in arguing all the time. Now, you're going to have some disagreements, but all the time. Every day. It was like 365 days out of a year. Like, I would wake up happy. I'm like, today's going to be a good day. That bitch called. I'm like, 
fuck. Right. But, but today, it could be that people are scared to communicate because, like, for me, I could say I want to communicate, but I don't know how much to share. Right. And that, yeah. And because with people not communicating, you don't know if, like, if I tell you this, is this going to be the line that be like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going right. to go away. Or if this going to be the line, okay, I keep moving with you. I keep rocking with you. It's kind of like that thing because, like you saying, everybody has this different thing of this unsolicited-ass motherfucking advice going on. Mm-hmm. And take, like, Samantha Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, You know who she is? Mm, yeah. Tyrese? Yeah. Okay, so you know she was on a podcast. Okay. So... She said that she basically got divorced. We're going to sum it up from peer pressure. Mm-hmm. So I listened to the whole motherfucking podcast because I didn't want to get it misconstrued in what was said and what wasn't said. Okay. It was two, two, two hours out of my life, but I listened <laughs> to it. Right. Because I wanted to make sure I had the full understanding. Because, you know, a lot of times they put them little sound bites up and uh, that don't be what happens. Don't be what happened, yeah. So, basically what happened was they got into an argument one night. Uh-huh. And she was she was saying she's just emotional as he is. Uh-huh. Which those two people should have never got together in the first place. Okay. Because we already know. He would cry on a dime. Mm-hmm. She would cry on a dime. Uh-huh. This is what she said. Okay. They had only known each other six months mm-hmm. when they got married. Mm-hmm. They went to one counseling session. Okay. When they got married. That was it. Okay. So I'm giving everybody some background background information, information on them for those who may have not known. Okay. So... She was from the idea of she felt like she kept giving in to everything he wanted. Uh-huh. And it was things that she wanted and he didn't give to her. Right. This is her, what she felt. Okay. This day in particular, she asked him for something and he told her no. Okay. She was highly upset. To the point where she was hysterical. She had been drinking some wine. And the shit just went awry. For whatever reason. I'm assuming her divorce lawyer was her friend. Mm -hmm. When she got off the phone with him. She got on the phone talking to her friend. That was a divorce lawyer. Mm -hmm. The divorce lawyer talked her into getting a divorce. She now says. She knows she was too emotional to make that decision. Okay. She wished now she would have never made that decision. Mm. Okay. Because she was not in the right frame of mind to to do that. that. She knows now, now that the dust has settled and Mm -hmm. everything else, she was not in the right frame of mind. The reason she also said the divorce went, she she was trying to not keep continuing with the divorce, mm. but because he was emotionally charged. And he said, oh, you were trying to divorce me, bitch? Fine. Then she got emotionally charged. Right. So they couldn't even talk to each other. So the lawyer's like, let us just handle it. And when the lawyer's like, let us handle it, we all know what happens 
because this lawyer is trying to win and get as much money as they want to. Mm -hmm. And this is what she is saying. Her lawyer is trying to win and get what they can get. And this is now what has happened between them. Mm. So they asked her, would you then, they was like, okay, so now that you have a sound, clear mind, would you go back to him? She was like, it's things that both of us would have to work on in order for that to work. She was like, because at the end of the day, he's my child father, and I never wanted my child to grow up without her father being in the house with him. Her. Let me throw a couple things. My name's Show says, what's up, my name's Show? How you doing, brother? He says, I'm not arguing. We can't, we can talk after the anger. Uh, Ain't no moving. Ain't no moving you. Um, And then he says, if you can't accept a no sometimes don't ask me like if you can't accept the fact that I'm saying no don't ask me then just do it okay so and I'm going to throw a caveat to that for when I was married um no my wife was emotional I wasn't when we first got married I wasn't emotional like she would cry and I'd be like what the fuck is you crying about (laughs) like real deal but over time the way she was started affecting me Mm-hmm. And I, and I didn't notice it because we was together. I wasn't overly emotional like she was. Don't get me wrong, because she was over the top emotional. She was breaking dishes and all this old shit when she getting mad. So she was over the mo, over the top emotional. You get what I'm saying? And her way, her way started affecting me. And you know when I noticed it when I started hanging out with Slick and we started hanging out and going to places and noticing how emotional her how unemotional her circle was. But I was emotional because I was infected by my ex-wife and how she thought about things Then I was thinking about things. In 25 years of being with somebody, you're bound to take on some of their ways and mm-hmm. habits. So that's what happened. And I didn't notice it until I got with these unemotional niggas that I was I was emotional. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn, like, but I never was at first. I, I didn't give a fuck about you crying. Like, what you crying for? But slowly it started creeping into me, and I started noticing that I was emotional too. And I think that once I found out that I, I don't, I think I would have stayed married to her for forever. You get what I'm saying? Regards to the things that she had going on, I think the thing that got me over that that made me sit down on the edge of the couch is when I found out that she was cheating on me, and I'm sitting back going, I'm doing everything I can to make sure this motherfucker happy. Like, I'm doing everything I can to make sure this motherfucker happy. I'm losing myself to make sure this motherfucker happy. And she gonna let another nigga stick his dick in her? Like, real deal, like, you gonna give him the same pleasures that you give me and take me hell through for free, basically? Mm-hmm. And that right there said, you know what? I'm done with that. I'm done. And I got, I'm the one filed for divorce. So I'm like, I'm done with that. Like, I'm not finna, it's a lot of shit that I can put up with in a relationship but you let some other motherfucker fuck you is one of them things I am not going to do. I am not going to put up with that because I do a lot of shit on a day-to-day basis. This nigga just see you when you fuck it. So he don't have to deal with your crying. He don't have to deal with you hurting. He don't have to deal with you trying to figure out what you want to eat. He don't have to deal with you throwing up when you sick. He don't have to deal with none of that shit. But I do. So he gets the pleasure. I get the pain. You get what I'm saying? So. Um, I don't want an emotional mate. 
So, so would you prefer an emotional mate or an unemotional person? I don't want an unemotional, but I don't want you to be emotional. Why can't it be a happy medium? Medium, yeah. Yeah. Why well, gotta be? Just show that you care. An unemotional person will will not show that they care. Yeah, I just want you to show that you give a fuck. You gotta pull teeth. Like Slick is an unemotional person, and it's like pulling teeth, like literally, like. Yeah. For her I to don't... show that she cares about Slick, you like, damn, you don't give a fuck, like. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to not to be unemotional. I just want you to show that you that you hear that you hear what I'm saying and that you got some type of fucking interest. Mm. But I don't want you to be emotional because I can't deal with an emotional. I don't want. First of all, don't nobody really want no emotional ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> not no overly emotional. I mean, a nigga could be emotional. I don't. I, mean, I don't, you don't want a nigga to be like. No. Fuck you. Uh, you I don't. Know, like, I, if you say some shit like, I'm hurting, baby, or whatever, he be like, I don't give a fuck. You don't want that nigga. Yeah, I don't want that nigga. Okay. But I don't, I don't, I don't want no crying ass nigga either. I don't, I don't want no nigga that's going to get in their feelings because you can't get your way either. Like we, it's like, I don't want that. So, so if, if he can't get his way, you want him to just be like, all right. But yeah, because, because I, I got to be all right too. Because I'm, I'm, because I've did a lot of shit for myself. So I'm not emotional. I I have emotions, but I'm not emotional. emotional. Okay. Right. So I, that's what it is. I need you to have emotions, but I don't need you to be emotional. Okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I need you to have emotions, but not be emotional. Yeah. Uh, my name show said they can be emotional, but just not where they let the emotions rule the actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be emotional, but don't get no divorce. And you, you know, he got, got a whole right motherfucking stick. divorce. Right. Six say, I'm not emotional, but you know if I want you or not. How? I don't nobody know you want them slick. That's a goddamn lie. <laughs> slick, slick. That's a lie. Slick is unemotional as hell, but you got to love her, though. It, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Hanging around her made me a little stronger. Cause I was not, I was not that, I was not that strong. Cause after coming out that marriage, you no, know, being in marriage, I don't get, I didn't get married to get divorced. So I was a little hurt about all that. I mean, don't nobody get married to get divorced. Shit, you'd be surprised. Who gets married to get divorced? Motherfuckers that get married two and six and seven, eight, nine times. They don't get married to get divorced. Shit just happens and they get divorced. Well, they should know that they're not supposed to be fucking getting married if they're getting divorced after six People months. just jump into marriages. They, um, Those are the people that don't want to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let Give me some alone time. Yeah. Right, let me be alone. Because one thing I've learned about myself after coming out of a marriage is that I don't give a fuck no more. Like, I don't care. See, that's that emotional shit. I'm not emotional. I just don't give a fuck. I just said un- unemotional. Oh, I just, like, I, I feel like I spent so much time making so many other people happy, trying to make sure they was good, that I don't want to do that no more. And I'm like, whatever. So, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole with you. Go ahead. So, uh-uh. So, I want to talk about the cheesecake lady. It's still all on relationships. <laughs> It's still all our relationships. What rabbit hole if we gonna go down? You know I'm gonna give it to you straight with, with no chaser. You we, know me. I'm gonna tell you what the I'm fuck it is. I'm not gonna go down this rabbit. What did my name show say? My name show says shit. Motherfuckers were married to divorce and get paid. There you go, Joe. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, you do have them Slick people. Say I didn't want 
want to be divorced, but shit happens, yeah. Yeah, shit happens. Most people don't. I'm going to say 95% of the people don't marry to want to get divorced. Okay. But we just not going down that rabbit hole with you. Let's go to the cheesecake lady. Oh, uh, whatever. Okay, so tell me. Okay, I know I heard I heard the story, but go ahead. All right, so. Give a little bit. Give us a little bit of it. So. In the back. So, it's like three parts to this Cheesecake Lady now. Okay. So, the first part is, they went, Cheesecake Lady, her name is Alicia. Mm-hmm. Alicia or Alicia. She met, she's an African-American guy. Mm-hmm. In, the woman. Oh, I'm sorry. African-American <laughs> woman. <laughs> right. She was acting right. like a nigga, though. Allegedly. <laughs> it was an African-American lady. She was going out on the first date with a non-African-American guy. Right. Um... They he picked her up. She put him on film without his knowledge. Okay. Um. He went around to open her door when okay. they showed up at the cheesecake factory. Okay. That's when he started realizing he was recording. She was recording him, and was and had locked her door so he couldn't open it and wouldn't I get out the car? Okay. She then proceeds. He gets back in the car. And then she proceeds to say she is not getting out the car. She is not going to a cheesecake factory. She okay. felt like she was too beautiful of a lady to go into the cheesecake factory. Okay. She felt like she was supposed to go to a five-star restaurant because this was their first date. And she was like, she deserves to be treated better. And she's trying to date somebody that's supposed to be providing for her. Okay. So, moving forward... He then proceeds to say he told her to be ready at 4 o'clock uh-huh. because he did have dinner restaurant reservations at a five-star restaurant for 5 o'clock. Okay. He didn't tell her that. It was he, a surprise. It was a surprise. Okay. They didn't leave her house until 5 o'clock. Because she was, she, I heard her say she was late in the video. She, yes. So, she was late. So, he was like, he was still going to, instead of canceling the date, he was still going to proceed to take her somewhere mm. that didn't require a, a reservation. reservation. Okay. So he was like, he could take her to the Cheesecake Factory. It's not like it was McDonald's. Right. But so she felt like, no, this was beneath her. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he was over it. Right. And decided to take her home. Okay. She then proceeds to do um, another video. To say she felt like she was out here trying to be a voice for men and women so they can make sure they're treated properly. And she, the way she looks, that she's supposed to be a woman of, that, of worth and men supposed to be the provider based off of how she was treated. It was a, a slow talking ass video. I was like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. So basically, she was just trying to ex- she was trying to explain away her ungratefulness. Yes. So then they proceeded to. As Shannon Jack me said she was ungrateful. Yes, as hell. So then she they proceeded another talk show podcast brought them on. Uh huh. Him and her. Okay. The guy proceeded to say he has not been able to go out on a date since that video, video. has right. aired because women have now preceded him in a light because they felt like he took her home instead of taking her on a date. But if you've been ungrateful, like, let me ask you a woman, just for all the men, 
Where do women get the audacity to think that they are entitled to something that they may not be entitled to? Why do you first all, of all I'm not, not you? And I'm not gonna put you all in the group. Let me let me back that up. Why do why do some women think that they are entitled to anything? Because of social media. The social media, and she proceeded on this podcast to say her group of women would have talked about her peer pressure again, mm-hmm. like Samantha Lee. Oh, and Samantha Lee did say that she didn't have anybody speaking up for Tyrese in the divorce mm-hmm. to say she should have stayed with him. So we're going to backtrack to that. I'm going to come back to that. But for the peer pressure, she said that none of her people in her circle would, they would have all talked about her for going on that date to the Cheesecake Factory. So it's the peer pressure. It's the social media is all these reality TV shows that have now gotten people so goddamn jaded. Which comes back to initially when we said the dating has now gotten so tainted because everybody has this way of thinking. Like for me, when I go on the first date, I can meet you at a coffee shop for all mm-hmm. I give a damn. Because okay. if I don't like you, I don't want you to come back and say I spent this on you. That's how I look at it. And so, I'm going to clap them cheeks. And I just spent this. Right. I don't want you I to I spent this amount of money on you. You're going to clap them cheeks. Right. I, I don't want that. Right. So we could meet at a park. I don't did a date and we just went and walked on the trail. Uh-huh. I did dates like that. I went and met people at a park. We went and had Chick-fil-A. I went and had um, Mexican. I went and had um, Hooters. I don't have motherfuckers to come and stand me up. So, it's the thing of, I don't never do anything expensive. And I don't ask people to pay for something that I can't pay for myself. Yeah, but that's just you. But it's a lot We're not of people. talking about all the majority of women. But a lot and, of. Let me say this, though. I'm not going to just pick on women because men, when we spend a bunch of money, like you just said, we expect some out deal, too. Like, I'm not just going to spend $400 on you on this fucking dinner and you give me a handshake goodbye. Fuck you talking about? Like, right. women got to realize and men got to realize that if you spend, if you agree to spend that amount of money on her, she's not, a, she's not guaranteed to give you shit. But right. at the same time, a woman got to realize that if he spends his amount of money, he may be expecting some shit. Like, so, and that's why I don't, I do, I have this thing where I do one drink and one dish. Uh-huh. I don't spend, typically my meal doesn't cost no more than nobody more than $25. Right. If your meal, if your bill is high as fuck, right. it's because you spent that shit. Right. My meal shouldn't cost no more nobody for more than $25, $30. Now, if we on a date, and we dating and we vibing and we having good conversation and we I'm I'm not gonna want to date in so I'm me on myself. I order some motherfucking I'm water, order some shit. Be like, you want something? If you be mm-hmm. like, nah, I'll be like, cool. Yeah. But we gonna still vibe. I might yeah. order some appetizer, but I get you something to appetizer. But it's on. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. sometimes I don't know. I just think I think what happens with with dating now, and I'm not. I don't know if I could date now. Like I would be so fucking. Oh my God! Like somebody like that's why I went I, on. I, I was like, the, what I did like maybe three hundred fucking dates or some shit. I think now the date, the, what's going on with date now is that nobody wants to be taken advantage of. Nobody wants to be 
looked at as a as, as a sucker simp or a sucker or lay don't want to be looked at as a hoe or whatever. So a lot of times we have those things clashing with each other that makes for horrible dating. And then you have people that went on these bad dates taking this idea of the last bad date that they went on because the last actual date date that I went on that wasn't this nigga that I'm dealing with. The last first date that I went on, he talked all this bullshit that he talked about was from bad dates that he trans transferred onto me, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now right. in this date?" Because he had ordered all these appetizers, and I'm not a person that eat a lot. I really don't eat a lot, mm -hmm. so I had ordered like three tacos, mm -hmm. and we had went to a Mexican restaurant, so I ordered three tacos. And I ordered a margarita that was 24 ounces. Mm -hmm. This nigga told me I wasn't going to finish the drink. First of all, bitch, you don't know me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Start drinking at 11 a.m. on the ship. <laughs> First of all. And then, like you said, he had ordered all these appetizers. So, you know, with me being a woman, he allowed me to order first. I didn't know he was finna order all these appetizers. Right. If I knew he was finna order all these appetizers, I wouldn't have ordered nothing to eat. All right, okay. Because now you expecting me to eat these appetizers. Okay. And then so when you ordered all these appetizers, my food came. I wasn't hungry. Mm -hmm. So I ate one taco so just to make, you know, so I could right. eat. And then I took the other two home. Okay. This nigga asked me, you going to throw this shit away? What? What just happened? Why am I throwing my tacos away? Right. He was like, because the last date I went on, she didn't like her food and she was going to throw it away. I was like, no, I'm taking my tacos home. Typically, food tastes better the next goddamn day. When well, you how the fuck he knew she threw it away? She, she, tell she, him? she told him she was throwing it away. I was like, first of all. You, well, you shouldn't have been with that broad anyway. I said, why was you? That's what I said. Why was you with her? Right. I said, why would she tell you? Because she, if she was that inconsiderate on the date, told you she going to throw the food away, she's been inconsiderate in the conversation that you had with that motherfucker. I said, that was inconsiderate. Right. It's like, so you ain't going to eat this food. I said, uh, I am. I right. said, I'm going to need you not putting your bad day on me sir because that ain't me i don't know who the fuck you was dealing with ah. so the date was going sideways anyway because he kept he and then he was like so i had ordered the water and again so i knew i was only gonna order one drink because i didn't know how long we was gonna be there mm. so 24 ounces would have lasted me so i'm drinking my water i'm drinking my drink he was like so you ain't gonna drink this drink i am gonna drink my drink right he was like Every time I go out with a girl, she be ordering all these expensive-ass drinks, and they don't never like this drink. First of all, I ordered exactly what I wanted, mm. a jalapeno margarita with tahini. I know what I want. Right. I ordered what I'm going to drink. I didn't order some special shit off the menu. <laughs> I said, didn't I ask for something? You don't eat no goddamn jalapeno margarita. <laughs> she tried some shit on me. No, I did. That's what he thought. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. The I said, no, I said I ordered it what I wanted with Patron. I ordered it specifically how I wanted it. I was like, this is what I drink. <laughs> I don't believe you. So, apparently he didn't either. I don't either. believe you. I believe you ordered some special shit, tried it on him. So, when I finished <laughs> it, he was like, damn, you really did drink it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I right. was going to drink it. Right. That's why I ordered it. Because I knew what I wanted to drink. Let me ask you a question while we, real quick. Did, did you, how did you, and I will come back to this. How did you find your way to dating after being married to long? Like, 
Because I knew I was going to have a bad attitude. I was a side chick for three years. I was out. Damn. Like, damn. <laughs> Do we got enough time to talk about that part? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I knew that I was going to be terrible at dating. Because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to have to take it out for old and new. So I and was, I just I just knew how I was the I was a side chick for three years to someone that I had dated previously before I got married. Uh-huh. So me and him knew each, each other. other. So how you become a side chick if y'all had dated previously? Oh, he had got married by the time he wasn't married. He was just had a living girlfriend, okay. and so we were friends. Uh-huh. And he was unhappy. Of course, I was fucking unhappy. And it just worked. He allowed me to take all my bullshit out on him. And I allowed him to take his bullshit out on me. Right. It worked. Um... And one, so y'all was arguing at, with each other. Mm-mm, so he didn't. just talked to you about the shit was going on in his house. So he was pillow talking you. Yeah. He was pillow talking him about y'all significant others at y'all house. Well, I wasn't. I was going through my divorce. Okay. And then I was divorced. Okay. And so. That's you, you were divorced. Yeah. He was. He was. He had a girlfriend. Yeah. And then he didn't. Okay. So three years of of side chicking helped you date better. Uh huh. How? Because I didn't take the bullshit out onto somebody else. Like, I knew the unhealed, the hurt, all of that, he took. Okay. So, all the anger and shit, all the me not trusting people, he took that. But you still take some shit with you, though. He didn't take it all because... He... Uh, because you he said took. that you, you... The reason why you like to be separate at the club, your man be on this other side because you didn't have that when you were married. But that's just no. But the hurt, the trauma, he, he no, like you still hurting. I'm, I'm you're not healed from that shit. I'm not. You I would never. 18, I'm not healed from that. I shit. would never be a hundred percent. I would never be right. So that I would never be. I would never be a hundred percent just because of everything that I went through. Mm-hmm. So whoever like settled down with me, they will have to understand that shit. Yeah, I finna say because I'm not here from it. I was married for 25 years, but and I still carry a lot of that shit. But he took like if I didn't do that, oh, I would be hell on motherfucking wheels. Right. Like I would be living. I would be leaving skid marks out here on motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm being setting them up, knocking them down. I would. I would be. I would be hell out here. Mm. He took. He took a lot of that shit. And I thank him for but it. But you still hell out here. What the fuck is she talking no, about? No, I'm not. You I'm actually... a nigga today, dating for a little while. I'm, like, I'm tired of him and be gone in two weeks. What the fuck is he talking about? That's hell. No, it's not. He might be getting to like you. Mm. That's hell. Mm. Yeah. No. The fuck you say. No. Anyway, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole with you. <laughs> the fuck but you that's how about? I did it. And then I did, and I, I had therapy, six years of therapy. Okay. So between him and therapy, so, yeah. Okay, okay. I know y'all wanted to talk about uh, topics, but this is a good conversation because people always talk about relationships from a single standpoint. Rarely you hear people talk about when they were married and then what happened during the marriage to lead to divorce. That's an important thing because people don't you don't want people don't want to repeat that shit. But there's a lot of things to marriage. Marriage is not just I do and then. And that's the problem I think what's happening now 
because so many people want the wedding and nobody wants the marriage. Right. <laughs> right. They want to show out today. They want the ring and the marriage. Yeah. And, and the wedding. wedding. But they don't, they don't want, want that the, marriage. They don't want the marriage. They don't want to compromise. They And so many people don't understand what goes into a marriage. Like, that shit is not fucking easy. Like you Every day it's not easy. It's not easy. And people think just because they live with something. I don't know what happens when you say motherfucking I do. When I do comes into play, that shit be like, I don't. <laughs> I think what happens when I do is for a person who who's in marriage, who's in it 100%, it becomes it's me and this person against the world. And you're going to do whatever you can do. If you Like for me, I'm going to speak for my from my standpoint, I wanted to do whatever I can do to make sure she knew it was me and her against the world and that I was going to do whatever I needed to do to make sure that we was good. But the problem was it was her and her <laughs> against the world. And whatever she needed, she was going to make sure she did, you get what I'm saying, to make her happy. But And that brings up to the point where now in dating, you have men be like I'm not financially ready or I'm not in my career yet or I'm this or I'm that you know back in the day the couples grew together right so don't nobody want to grow together no more no it's social media like you said social media has made people think you know you have guys on here saying a real man don't want his woman to work a real man want to make sure his woman got all the bills paid a real man nigga it's ninety five percent of niggas who work real jobs who make seventy a hundred thousand dollars a year still need that motherfucker to work. I don't know what these men and see that's the thing I don't like. This whole this day and unsolicited age. advice shit about a real man need to take care of his woman, don't want a woman to work. Look, if that was the if that sure, we would we would want our one out one I want to work, but also a woman should want to fucking work and bring her own fucking money in the house. Like where does people get off giving this advice that this caveman advice type shit? Because I think they think because back in the day when our grandparents, like the granddaddy didn't work, the grandfather worked, but your grandmother didn't work. And yeah, and the house was $5,000 back then. Right. Or a lot of times they didn't even own their houses. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. A lot of times, our grandparents didn't own their houses. Uh, you had some that did, but you had a lot of grandparents that rented their houses for eternity. Right, but and also you got to realize that the the um, situations, cost of living was different. Well, things of that nature was a lot different back then. Like you can't have a situation where now, when a loaf of, when a pack of chicken is twenty five fucking dollars. You can't have a situation now where have a stable house where both people don't work. It's just not possible. And a lot of times, the grandmothers, they may, they worked, but their working was a little bit different. Like, they may have ironed clothes. Mm -hmm. They may have washed clothes. Like, they would bring the basket of clothes, iron the clothes, and fold them. them. And then they took them back to... Sally Marie house. Right. That was their working. that was their working. They didn't necessarily have to go to Piggly Wiggly right. and work. Their working consisted of domesticated shit back then. And so a lot of times people didn't realize people was actually working. Because I could iron my ass off because my grandmother 
used to iron clothes. Right. And I hate motherfucking iron. You know what I do now? I get that shit, put it in the motherfucking dryer. And <laughs> no, I'm an iron. My grandma showed me how to iron. See, that's the thing. Like, you you could have see a woman, a man, will say some shit about you need a, your real man gonna take care of his woman. Don't pay and make sure she don't have to pay no bills at work. But is that woman going to do what's necessary to make sure the man can keep the money coming in? Is my dinner going to be made when I get home? My clothes going to be iron fold, washed, and all that shit? No. Because they don't do that nowadays. That shit is considered submissive, and nobody wants to be that submissive. So you got to have a happy medium between the both. I mean, to me, uh, Slick says companionship is good to have but hard to keep. Cheating is cool and fun because they don't deal with life shit with you. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't think that that whole aspect of just working to take care of your woman to make sure she good is, is, is a good thing. I say happy spouse, happy house. No. Yes. Both spouses, right? Happy spouse, happy house. Spouses. Spouse. House. Happy spouse, happy house. I okay. didn't say happy who. I said happy spouse. What is the ha- like? I don't. I think couples need to talk about what makes them happy. That's the problem. You should make you happy. No, if we're in a relationship, I'm gonna make me happy. But I, what I need from you to make me happy too. Like what we gonna as a as a group band or duo. I don't think do. people know that. Look at goddamn um, Jada Pinkett, man. Oh, this Lord. bitch. <laughs> Why we gotta talk about this motherfucker? <laughs> because you just said what's gonna make you happy. She is so unhappy. That's why I brought that up. Well, how you know she's not happy making Will unhappy? How you know that? God damn, you could be right. How you know she not? Un- how you know she's not happy making him unhappy? Because I mean, think about it. Some people just devious like that, allegedly. But at the same time, you- but she said over the years that she's unhappy. But and. Why would you, I guess, I don't know. Let me shut up because I don't know how a woman could be unhappy with a man. She don't have to see that much but still got access to her $600 million. Because, again, like I said, you need to make you happy. Right. She, for whatever reason, can't figure out in life how to make herself happy. But happiness changes day to day. What makes you happy today may not make you happy tomorrow. And you remember, so I don't know which one of the podcasts was talking about it, but allegedly on one of the red table talks she had talked about because her and her mother was talking about her the drug addiction mm-hmm. so i don't know which one of the shows that they had but her mother had a drug addiction i'm put allegedly because i can't remember which show it was right right but she had talked about her having a drug addiction uh-huh. so you have to be able to find out what makes you happy before you could get into anything else like, I don't even think, and I don't even say happy, because like you said, day to day. So, happy is a happiness. So, right. happy joy is goes on into a happiness. Mm-hmm. So, I always say you need to find joy and peace. So, right. that's what I live my life on. I live my life on being joyful and peaceful, because happy goes on a happiness. Mm-hmm. It ha- You could be happy today. And whatever is happening, that's where your happy comes from. Yeah. So if some shit is happening today, you may not be happy today. So I always say you need to find joy and peace. She does not have no joy and peace in her life. And for her 
Like, I didn't even know until y'all had talked about it. But for her to have her daughter to write a dead man a letter. I don't think she had a daughter wrote, write it. Well, from what I understand, this is allegedly. I think her daughter just wrote it because she saw how unhappy she was. That is an issue. Right. So no like matter. Like said, Tupac dead. We alive. Right. And no matter how many Buddhas she go talk to, right. no matter how many Muslim men she go talk to, no matter how many times they go, she go do some chakra, some day long yom some. No matter how many times she go sit in the desert, go pray to the sun. She she's an epitome and a definition of depression. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Do you think that? Um... Do you think you could be with somebody in a marriage or relationship that had feelings still for their for someone else? Like had no. an ex like no. that they still no. loved and wanted to be with. Not wanted to be with, but maybe still. And was me in love knowing and, it? Like, yeah, you knowing it. Hell no. Because it's gonna show. I don't Hell. think you could have something like that, do you? No. Do you think you could have that? Like you if you they were with you and you was in a relationship with somebody, and let's just say you was in you would still have feelings for a guy that you had met a couple years past and he hits you up every now and then. Do you think you can hide that feeling? That joy that you may get from seeing his text or getting his call? Because you know it's a lot of people that do that, right? There's a lot of people who be in relationships with you. For, for me, if I feel like I have that with you, I'm going to try to see if we can work it out. Mm-hmm. Once I leave you, that shit is gone and dead. Right. I, I can't, I don't do that backtracking. Like, <laughs> once I'm done with you, I'm done with you. All those feelings I have for you, all those emotions I have for you, that is done. Right. Now, if we, if we like, okay, we're going to take a break and we're just going to go away and let's just take some time apart. Let's just work on ourselves and then right. come back and try to see if we can get this shit together, get right. this popping again. That's something different. Okay. But if I like, what we doing? You ain't doing this? Uh-huh. We ain't moving forward? No? Fuck you. I'm out. I'm <laughs> I'm going to check on you periodically just to see how you living, you alive. But I don't have, I don't have lingering emotions like that. Okay. I, I'm emotional. you left for a reason. I left for a reason. And I'm not that type of person that's going to backtrack to you because... Whatever I left for, you still doing. You still doing. And <laughs> People with, grow. No, no. Cause I gave you time to grow. Okay. Cause in when, the relationship. In the relationship, I'm that type of person. I'm gonna give you enough rope to hang your motherfucking self. Cause I'm I'm not emo- I'm not un I'm not unemotional. Right. I'm not like slick and mix. <laughs> I'm not like them. So I'm I do a lot of talking. I do a lot of conversating. Uh-huh. I do a lot of communicating. Okay. So when you know, I'm gonna tell you. Uh-huh. I tell you how I feel. I let you know where is that. And when I when I'm gone, you can't say you didn't fucking know. Okay. Cuz I give you this. And when you put yourself on that tree and uh-huh. we hang man and, uh-huh. You uh-huh. killed yourself. Such, such, such rough, so rough. <laughs> I, I have a guy now that told me he loved me. Oh, okay. Mm. When he texted to me, I don't respond. Right. What the fuck you want me to do with that? He wants you to 
respond back to him later. No, nigga. Tell him Because when I told you I thought I may have feelings for you, you was like, oh, okay, bitch, bye. Well, it might took him some time to find his feelings. Yeah, when I left. And you know I got the fuck on. Well, that's when he found him. I mean, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's where the fuck he found him. Like, yeah. it takes some people a little bit more time to grow We was up. tap dancing for 15 months. I'm out. Mm. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think relationships, dating, it's even just being married is such a hard thing to do nowadays. And I blame the internet and social media. I blame media. social media and everything else. And I blame, and I blame uh, friends' influence on their, on, their, on their people. Like, people can a influence lot, you a, to do fucked A lot of shit. people do have bad circles. Right. Like Samantha Lee. She uh-huh. said when she's, um, so we're going to circle back to that. She said that people need to have someone to be an advocate for their partner. Right. She said she didn't have anybody to be an they advocate. That was all on her side. That was all on her side. Right, right. She was like, he had advocates for her, mm-hmm. but she didn't have anybody advocating for him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, now that she's out of it, she realized that, but she didn't realize that at the time. Mm-hmm. So she was like, everybody in her ear was talking bad about him. I, I think people need to realize that your friends that you bring to a relationship is always going to be your friends. So they're going to come first for you. Even though you might like, your friends might like, like say we was in a relationship, your friends might like me, might think I'm a great guy, might think, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. But when it comes no, down my to friends, it, my friends are advocate. When it comes down to it, but they're still your, your fucking friends. friends. Yeah, my friends are still my friends. Right. Like, I, my circle is, I do have a circle that would advocate for you. Like, but you got to be able to tell the whole Situation. situation right it can't be one-sided you gotta be able to tell the whole shit like a lot of time people only tell that half-ass shit that's only gonna be for, for their side. side and that's what yeah and that's what happened in my my even that's what happened in my marriage even with my children i never told my children why we got divorced my wife told her version of it of course but i never told because for one it's none of their business for to me i had to tell mine because my ex did and so I had to go clean that shit the fuck up. Right. And I and, and of course I I didn't feel the need to clean that shit up to me, to be honest no. with you. I didn't feel the need to clean it up. It I did. It is what it is. Y'all no. y'all know but they slowly found out on their own the difference. But it's just like you get so tired of just dealing with that person. Like you get just so tired of that shit. Whatever you gotta do to separate yourself from that shit you wanna do. Like, you know, uh like Slick say Slick say that uh they cheated on you, y'all break up, then months or years later, you run into an old boy and y'all kick it. He get a whole girl some now. He get a he get a whole girl some now, but he still want to see you. He got a whole girl now. He got a whole girl now, but he still want to see you. Was that a question? Uh, yeah. Now Y'all kick it at the bar real quick. Have a couple of drinks. He, That's it. he like your vibe. I already did my side chick days. <laughs> your side chicken is over. My side chicken is over. You ain't side chicken it no more. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm finna fuck with your mind. What if he said, you ain't got to be no side chick. My girl like you too. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Come on, join us, girl. Mm-mm. I've had them offers too. <laughs> Why, why would you say no to that? What, what, what would be your reason to say, like, the girl's not going to touch you, but y'all going to be 
mm-hmm. intertwined. Why wouldn't you do that? I'm actually I'm just asking because it's a good a good conversation to. Um, to me that's unhealthy. It's unhealthy for me. Uh-huh. I'm not judging those that do it. Okay, why would it be unhealthy me, for you? Because it's emotions, right? It's, it's emotion. emotions that it attach, and at some point, somebody's gonna get more emotionally involved, mm-hmm. and somebody's gonna get hurt. Okay, at some point, because their shit is gonna be like this. Uh-huh. You always is the outsider, and when they say, "Oh no." you more involved or you more attached to this person, you gonna have to go. Because they gonna what try if to they, save they shit. What if they don't and they get more attached to you? Some, that's what I'm saying. Somebody's gonna get more attached or more involved to the third person. It, I've seen the shit happen. <laughs> I've seen it. And right. what and what happens is one of them either wants to try to leave the relationship to be with this person uh-huh. and that has happened right. or they was like, no, this is not what we signed up for. She got to go. We okay. got to work back on our shit. And then you get kicked out the shit. Okay. And first and furthermore, I don't like to share. I did that shit then. I, I realized I don't like to share. <laughs> I don't like yeah, to share. I didn't realize that. Uh, so let's say, uh, KK, you 1,000% right. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a very interesting conversation. We have opened doors to a lot of things, you guys. <laughs> Coming from a perspective of two divorcees, not widowers, but divorcees. Yes. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it was a good. Okay. What and we hit on a bunch of people that had a whole bunch of shit going on that stem from fucked up ass relationships. Yeah. All of them stem from relationships. I think relationships and dating is going to get worse before it gets better. That's just my perspective of things. Uh, it needs to go... The world is flat now. You can have you have access to just about anybody you want. Three. Threesome's fun at first then. Feelings happen. I would never do a threesome. I've been asked on that shit too. Don't don't say never. I'll never do a threesome. Don't say never. You never I do. will never. <laughs> don't say I never. don't like, like to share. Yeah, I want to see some fun. Like, uh uh-uh. uh, I don't like to share. <laughs> I get. I'll be the person that may fuck you up in the in the middle of a threesome. I may get a glass or a vase. I'm like, wait a minute, you fucking her better than you fucking oh, me or some wow. shit. Oh yeah, stay with fucking so, away from threesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know my limits. <laughs> That's your that's your threshold. <laughs> <laughs> I know my limits. I don't like the shit. Yeah, they say, "Oh, you fucking her uh, better than you fucking me." <laughs> right. No. That's pressure on the nigga. Like, <laughs> you, you fucking her too long. You fucking her too long. <laughs> no. You had to put one of chest clocks on the side. Wait a minute. You finna you finna ejaculate? No, that ain't what that's ain't for her. No, that's my holding, shit. You not holding nut with that bitch. No. <laughs> You supposed to not nut with her. You not supposed to enjoy this shit. No, that's not what you here you for. You nutting is enjoying it, right? <laughs> I know my levels. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is... shit is hilarious though. I can see a nigga go, oh, oh, shit, I can't nut because you said no. <laughs> so I know my levels. Oh shit. The six of these kids now fucking everybody and sharing, etc. They don't know how to love or be in a relationship. That's it's true. true. But That's true. wait a minute, you talking about the kids, the men, the grown folks don't either. The grown folks either, yeah. 
grown folks really, definitely. Yeah. That's why this. I think that's why the kids don't because the grown people don't and they're doing what they saw. I think grown folks knew how to before the advent advent of social media. I think a lot of times things get misconstrued and turned around where the meaning may not have been what we thought it was. You get what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times that we see things the way we want to see them. I'm guilty of that, but I'm really wrong. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Right. I think that's basically the kids are seeing mimicking what they were raised on. Right. And they're trying they're trying to not do what they didn't have. We we saw a movie where the teenagers was like, Yeah, uh we can do we can have oral sex and you can do it in the butt, but you can't do it in my coochie because that's real but sex. Do you know grown folks think this too? Really? Yes. So grown grown women out here saying, We can have oral sex and you can do it in my ass, but you can't do it in my coochie. Yep. I I I go back and listen to a lot of podcasts uh-huh. because one I be trying to get you know insight for our shit right right and just to see what the other motherfuckers be talking about uh-huh. and how they be doing their shit and yes it's a lot of grown people because I only thought it was kids uh but it's a lot of grown people saying the same exact same thing. it's a lot of grown people that's thinking the same shit I was watching. Um, um, one a uh, uh, marriage uh-huh. podcast, uh-huh. and a lady said this shit. She was in a church, uh-huh. and her and the guy before they they got engaged. That's what they were doing. So she was thinking they were okay, mm-hmm. um, because they were only doing oral. Right. She didn't think they were having sex. Okay. Cause she was like she didn't want to be sinning. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, she you was, was you she was, was sinning, sin. you was sinning, boo. Right. She didn't want to be sinning. Uh huh. So they, she thought as long as they did oral, they was good. They were good. Uh huh. But as soon as they started doing the oral, that's when her crazy came out because she got more attached to him. From the oral. From the oral. Because you still sinning, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You still sinning. You still releasing emotions, bitch. Right. right. So, in her mind, she didn't think that before they started doing it. Mm -hmm. Her mind, she didn't think that. So, it's actually, okay. So, like, six say, what the fuck? Who is, so it's actually people out here thinking oral sex and anal sex is not, it's not sex. Grown motherfuckers. Grown motherfuckers. When she said that, I rewinded it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you do the little button on your phone? Right. I'm like, let me hear that again. But you know, there used to be a time when, shoot, to get oral sex, it had to be an act of Congress from women. Like, now they just readily doing I saw a video the other day where the girls, the guy, I know this probably was just a, a, a You know, skit. a lot of men can't get hard without it, though. Mm. I don't have that issue, but, uh, it's all, yeah. Doing my little mini hoe phase. Uh-huh. A lot of men can't get hard without it. They lanes. Hey, I'm just telling you. Oh, shit. And then I ain't gonna go into what I can, what with me. But yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of fucked up. Like, that, it used to be a time where that shit was special. Like, you had to be a special motherfucker to get that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there ain't no sex. Like, you had to be real special. 
forget that. Why are we doing this? Why? What do you mean? <laughs> That's what you would ask. Why? Why? Why are we doing anal? Cause it's a, it might be good. Mm. You've never done it. Exit only. You've never had anal sex ever. The I attempted once when I was married. Uh huh. And the attempt was a no go for me. Hmm. You don't even like to bite tongue in your ass. Have you ever had any, one of your dates try? Like y'all was y'all not first date, but you get what I'm saying. Huh? Yeah. No. I just asked because, you know, people eat ass now. No. Mm. Men typically want they ass ate more than women want Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa. Jeez. You just, <laughs> what, what man has asked you? You got to say something. A man has asked you to eat his ass? More men want they ass ate than, <laughs> you don't know what button to push. I don't even know what button to push. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, Seriously? Yeah, more men want they ass ate than women. Women are not out here eat asking that. Men are. Women, we are not asking for that. That's not what we're asking for. So a man toot his ass up and say, hey. They don't toot it up. <laughs> they push your head down there when you give a head to get, get to the ass. Yeah. What the fuck? Men are asking for that, not women. Wow. So I don't know how it became the misconstruction miscommunication or the misconstrued that we're asking for this we're not asking for this so men are asking to have their ass ate yes. somebody who's dating yes has been in the dating pool yes this was has been asked of you yes so this is not allegedly folks this is what has been asked of kk yes a lot a lot whoa 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 <laughs> slow down slow yes. down pocket you just gonna throw it out like that a lot a lot damn yeah. How they how they ask? <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious. Like how they ask? Um what do how would you satisfy your man? I'm like, huh? Where we going with this? Hmm. I was like, if we in a relationship. Right. They was like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, I see what we could do. Right. I said we have to be a hundred percent committed. Can't be nobody else. I said, well, what we where we going with this conversation? Right. right. They was like, well, would you eat ass? I was like, I don't know. I ain't never done it before. I I can't say. That's not and this on the, this just in the conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. That's I I said I can't say yes and I can't say no because that's something I've never done before. I said, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I I would I would. That's something I've never thought about. Do you, would doing. you think it's feminine if, if you did it? Like, would you be like, because that's with this nigga? Because that's where y'all G spot it. I mean, but it would make you feel some type of way. It would make you feel some type of way. Now, if you telling me to get some butt plugs and go get a whole deal door and some other shit now, right. now we're crossing the line. Okay. You mm. want me to go put on the whole deal door and you want me to go do some extra shit? Right. Yeah, we, we, we don't went too far. Uh. Okay, well, we're going to leave it on that next show coming in. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, more men asking for this. It's not women. 
So I just wanted to clarify that. And Slick say, so is this why men want their dick sucked from the back? And yes. how does the man know he like his ass lick? Because apparently somebody has done it. Uh-oh. Did they just tell you that? <laughs> they just... No. I'm oh. answering her question. Oh, okay. Apparently somebody has done it. They won't know they like it if it hasn't been done. Right? You don't know you like your dick suck unless you said your dick suck. No, I knew I was going to like that right away. How? Because I, I, I just like the way it looked. I knew I was going to like that right away. I was like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> no. Ooh, I want to try that. No. Like, that, that looks fun. No. That looks fun for me. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then once I had it done, I then like, you oh. knew you liked it. I was it. like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. So I think that's but the same I, concept. Uh-oh, I done got a drug. Like, I think they've had to have it done. Hmm. She said, okay, so by a man or a woman. <laughs> Now that I don't know. Mm. Okay, we're gonna come back to this conversation. <laughs> uh yeah, this has been Westside Misfits. <laughs> uh we're gonna end on, on that note because I'm confused <laughs> and my feelings are hurt. That you niggas are out here asking how your ass ate. Like, what the fuck is going on in the world? I don't give a fuck if that, if that is my G spot. I won't. I, I, uh, okay. <laughs> All I see is when I see a nigga getting his ass ate, it's his being tooted up or in the buck. And I don't even want to put women in the buck. I don't want them. I want their legs wrapped around my head. I don't want mine wrapped around theirs. Mm. Okay. So I'm DJ Lab. Who are you? Okay, lady. This is and for Slick Slick three sixteen. Oh, Slick say, oh, we gonna end on this one. Slick say, I feel like men will fuck another man, will will fuck another man, fuck or suck him if they let, if they like ass play. I feel like a man will let another man fuck or suck him if they like ass play. You know, they don't think they game when they do that. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm going to close it before we get too deep. All right, y'all. Westside Misfits signing off. This has been another great show. Another great episode. I am Slick316. We got K-Lady17. Uh, I'm not Slick316, but I'm signing off with Slick316. I am DJ Lab1202. We'll see y'all next back time. Next back station. Peace out. This the mix you need to get up in it. Three to five, the show be lit from start to finish. Hit them up to slide through and promote your business. DJ Lab known to keep the hottest record spinning. Mix, mix a lot and Tay Mac discuss the hottest topic. Those not a 2000 to let you know what's really popping. Miss Slick gon' make sure she get the mangles right. Making moves even though she's staying out of sight. Check the website, Misfits Media Group. Keep it 100, cause that's how they gon' give it to you. Something for anyone and everyone from every walk. 365, 24-7, got music and talk. Sundays, you know we getting in the mix. 